Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of, is this thing on? Sorry guys for not being consistent and posting every single week like the good hostess that I should be. Sorry, Uh, life happens, so uh, yeah, and also... Like I have been mentioning, I'm running out of ideas. So if you have a topic that you'd like me to talk about, please send it my way. All right. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different because so I've talked about my dating life on here like a lot <laughs> or lack of dating life anyways and um it's kind of sad sometimes not gonna lie and other times it's just kind of like what my living in a dating simulation anyhow um my dating life is gonna take a back seat right now because right now i'm gonna be talking about how i am finally happy being single yes you heard it here first ladies and gentlemen i a 23 year old woman is proudly happy to be single and like actually happy and not just saying that to make myself think that i'm happy but i'm actually genuinely happy and i'll let you in on a little secret It has something to do with knowing your worth. That's right. That's right, Jim and Pam. You got to know your worth, honey. And the way that starts off is by realizing that if someone truly wants you, they will do everything in their power to keep you in their life. Why? Because we like to work for the things that we want. If this person ain't working for you, uh, bye bye. Bye bye. And another thing I've realized after seeing multiple videos on how people can be so fickle and lukewarm about their feelings and not know what they want and basically be emotionally unavailable because hint hint that's kind of my type well just want you to remember these magical little words whoever cares less has the most power whoever cares less has the most power why why is that why is it that the minute we start caring less about something or putting less energy into something suddenly the other person realizes that they no longer have that attention from us from that that we're no longer giving that attention to them and so what do they do they start to panic a little bit And if this person was using you as a form of validation to their ego, 
or simply because they were bored and that entertainment is no longer there for their viewing pleasure. No, honey, they got to buy pay-per-view now. They are gonna be scared and lonely of losing that. So, the way you get your power back is by not being that for them. I don't care how cute he is. I don't care if he's a tall, six foot one, six foot two, blonde, blue eyed, great biceps, knows how to do a good pull up kind of guy. Or she has that itty bitty waist with that nice bootay and can bench and lift and squat, deadlift squat, 165 pounds. Sorry. Sorry, I don't care how they look. If they are not making time for you, if they are not realizing how much of a gem you are and how much of a blessing you are, you need to let them go. They need to go bye-bye. Because you are no one's game to be played. That's right. They want you. They need to start stepping it up. They need to put in the effort. It can't just be you, 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 you. And I know because I speak from personal experience because that was always me. That was always me. And then suddenly, about two and a half, three weeks ago, something finally clicked in me where I was like, you know what? No. No, Eva, you are not going to take this behavior. They truly want you. If they truly want to make a connection with you, I don't care how handsome they are, they need to step it up and you need to stop putting them on a pedestal. Because there's some quote that I read and it resonated with me so much and I need to share it with all of my listeners. Because... I think we are all guilty of this, whether we are talking to someone, whether we're dating them, whether we're in a relationship, whether we're in a really good friendship. I think we're all guilty of it. And this is what it is. This is me paraphrasing that quote. It basically said something along the lines of, if you treat someone like a celebrity, they're going to treat you like a fan. Why is that? Why is it that they're going to look down on you? Why? Tell you why. Because you're not a priority to them in their life. Now, I'm not saying that they have to put you on a pedestal either. No. Neither one of you should be on a pedestal because we're all imperfect beings. But what I'm saying is... If they can't see you as a person of value, of substance, they can't see how emotionally intelligent you are, how caring, how thoughtful, how driven, how amazing you are. They can't see for how God made you because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Never forget that. I don't care if you're a Christian or not. You were fearfully and wonderfully made. If they can't remember that, It's time to say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
And honey, I know it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt a lot. It's going to hurt because you are going to reminisce on the memories you guys had together. The great conversations you guys had. The way he looked on that sunny Wednesday afternoon. The way that the sun made his eyes sparkle. It's all going to feel like it's crumbling down. But the thing is, and and the, the thing is about this is that, and everybody has said this, but how can you love someone or have someone love you if you can't find that love just being by yourself? Because you know what? You're sufficient. You are enough. You are a complete person with or without anyone. Anyone else that comes into your life is simply an addition. They're supposed to enrich your life. Not make you feel like you are subtracting from their life. Or like they're subtracting from your life. So, to the guy in the future that wants to date me, all I'm going to say is, if you're not about Jesus and you are playing nothing but mind games and you're emotionally unavailable, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want you. Why? Because you're going to sit here and waste my time. If you don't see me for how precious I am and for the way that God sees me, you ain't worth it. You ain't worth it. I don't care how many pull-ups you can do. I don't care how big those biceps are. I think by this point of the podcast, we understand that I'm into biceps. Anyways, I don't care. I don't care. That does not mean a thing. In the words of Alicia Keys, If I ain't got you, yeah. Great song, by the way. Classic. But if I ain't got you, your heart, your attention, if you are not willing to tear those metaphorical walls down and let me into your heart and your soul, and your mind? How do you expect us to bond? To actually make a connection? It's going to be a one-way street instead of a two-way street. It takes two to tango. Two to tango. Otherwise, I'm going to be dancing with someone that has a left feet. That's probably going to be stepping on my foot. Or it's probably going to look like they're stepping on roaches. Either way, I don't want it. But, yeah. The main thing I want to touch on here is that you need to know your worth. And the way that I figured out my worth was by... Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. 
by falling in love with Jesus Christ. By letting him into the inner depths of my heart and my soul. Even though he already knows that. But if you invite him in, if you ask him to come into your heart and like actually make him the center of your life, your perception of yourself is going to do a 360. Not a 180 like the song that Dua Lipa sings. Did a full 180. Which is a great song, by the way. But no, you are going to do a 360. You are going to do a double take. You are going to start looking at yourself with how God sees you. Okay, so this is one of the most famous verses ever in the Bible, but I'm going to read it because I think it is relatable and applicable to what I'm talking about. And it's Proverbs 4.23, ESV version. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flows the spring of life. There's another one that I really like. Psalm 27, 14. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. What does that say? Wait for the Lord. Wait on Jesus. So many times we rush into relationships. We rush into things. We try to become committed into things. That we're not even ready for. Simply because we are trying to fill a void. Simply because we are lonely. Simply because we are bored. And you know why? Because we have let the devil and the world fill us with lies. Telling us that we need to go out there and find our soulmate. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I don't care how many rom-coms you've seen. I love rom-coms. I love chick flicks. But they got it all wrong. They got it all wrong. You do not go out there and chase anyone. Because if you go and chase someone, they are going to feel trapped. And once you get into a relationship with someone that doesn't want to be in a relationship with you, then you're going to realize how trapped you made him feel. And then you're going to feel trapped. And it's not going to be good for anyone. And then there might be two broken hearts instead of one. So why rush love? Why? Why rush love? You can't hurry love. You just got to wait. Love is a game of give and take. Sorry, I am literally quoting the Supremes. But I'm actually trying to find the Bible verse that says, Do not awaken love. Here we go. I found it. It says, I adjure you, 
O daughters of Jerusalem, that you not stir up or awaken love until it pleases. And that is Song of Solomon, chapter 8, verse 4. It says right there, do not awaken love until the time is right, until it pleases, until the Lord Almighty, Redeemer, God above, Prince of Peace, decides it is fit for your life, then it'll happen. And I know what you're thinking. God's timing is feels like an eternity sometimes. Sometimes we just sit there and we mindlessly pray without even thinking about what we're praying for or what we're praying about. And we're just sitting there asking God, Lord, please keep me in my life. Lord, please bring that person into my life. Lord, I want to date Jeremy. Please bring Jeremy into my life. I want him to be my boyfriend. We've all been there. We have all been there, so I get it. But is true love really worth rushing into? What if God, because he is possible and capable of this and there's nothing that can stand in the way of God. What if God blesses you with an amazing man or woman? And this man or woman that you have been praying for? Let's say it's your first relationship. Because I've never been in a relationship. And you guys know that. I'm the most singlest Pringle out there. But. If this is the only relationship you end up being in. But it's the most special one. Because God brought this person to you. And they end up being your future spouse. You end up marrying them. Wow. What a love story. That the first person you end up being in a relationship with ends up being your husband or your wife. Wow. I want that. I want that. Why? Because we didn't have to play these mind games. We didn't have to let the world tell us how to go out and find love. And look, no shame on any of the dating coaches that are out there. Any of the the dating apps that are on the, out there. I get it. I get it, girl. I get it, guy. Sometimes you need a little extra push. Sometimes you got to put yourself out there. I get it. But the thing is, when you put yourself out there, and no one is reciprocating. Don't. Don't. You find yourself. Doing it so often. That you sit there and wonder. When are they going to reciprocate this to me? When is it going to be reciprocated with me? Why do I always have to be the instigator of things? And that's the thing about letting God give us that love. We will not have to ever be the instigator when God is the captain of our love lives.
Because he knows. He knows if that person is going to be our future spouse. He knows. He already has it perfectly planned out and curated. He knows. So I know right now the waiting period seems so anxious, so uncertain, so restless, so doubtful, so bleak, and kind of impossible because we are in a global pandemic. But I just I just want to encourage you on something. That no one knows true love except Jesus. So why would you trust anyone else to find true love? Why? What is it that you are searching for? Because if you are not looking towards Jesus, because he is the only source of true love in this world, if you are not looking for Jesus, then who are you looking for? Who are you trying to search for? Who are you? What void are you trying to fill? Is it that you're lonely and you feel like everyone around you is suddenly coupled up and in relationships? Is it because you like the idea of being with someone? But don't actually want to commit to anyone. But you just like the idea. Is it because you are tempted. And you suffer with lust. Is it because you want that physical intimacy. Is it because you want to feel truly loved. What is it? Because if Jesus isn't a part of that, then you're just filling your soul with the flesh. And the flesh is rotten. It stinks. Anything but Jesus stinks. And so, I have been asking the Lord to fill me with his Holy Spirit. And I know it has only been a short amount of time, but my God, I have experienced like actual true love, actual love from Jesus. And it just feels like when the Holy Spirit's in you, it just feels like you're being hugged, my God. He's embracing you. He's saying, my child, I love you so much. I love you so, so, so much. And I have someone for you. You just have to trust in my timing. Are you willing to put your faith in Jesus? Are you willing to ask him to mold your heart, to shape you? To give you his heavenly desires and not flesh, fleshly, earthly desires. I know that we all long for someone. Most of us do. I know that we're all at some point called to marriage. 
But you know what? Some of the best people in the Bible were single. And God rewarded them for that. One of the biggest examples was Paul. Paul, in his singleness, while being incarcerated, selfishly, selflessly, put down every single thought or opinion that people had of him and was like, Lord, here I am. Send me out. Let me do your work. Let me evangelize to these people. Let me let them know how much you love them. When you have the Holy Spirit, and I've already talked about this in my previous episode. When you have the Holy Spirit, all you want to do is go out and love on people the way that Jesus loves you. Because that's true love. No better love to lay one's life down for a friend. I don't know what Bible verse that is, but I'm paraphrasing it. If you want, you can go look it up. But when we decide to just take every opinion that anyone has ever made of us, when we decide to just surrender every thought, every every dream, every ambition, every goal that we had in mind for ourselves and just let Jesus guide us and give us his desires. Our heart starts to transform. And all we want to do is love people. We want to love thy neighbor as we love thyself. And you know what? Through asking God to show me that, I have learned my worth. I have learned to love myself. That's the way the Lord loves me. Yes, it is a daily process. And some days I don't feel good about myself. But you know what I say to that? I rebuke it. I rebuke every lie and every deceit that the enemy has casted on me. I rebuke it in Jesus' name. Because no one is going to tell me what I'm worth. No one. No one has that authority. So if you let someone tell you you're not good enough for them, that you are not worth their time, that you are not a priority to them, Get out of that. Get out. Because you will never be happy. You will never be happy in seeking outside validation. Because all the validation you ever need is already in the Bible. It's already from God's own words. So open up your Bible. Ask God to speak to you through scripture. And really sit down and ask him to just reveal 
what is making you feel empty. And if it's because you don't have him, invite him into your heart. Promise you, you're going to be so happy. You're going to be filled with so much joy. Who wouldn't want that joy? And so, if you really want someone to love you, learn to love Jesus first. Learn to see through the eyes of Jesus. And once people start seeing your godly character, once they can see the light of Christ in you, they're going to want to come up to you and and become your friend. Maybe that friendship turns into something else, a relationship, whatever it may be. But just know that when you become like Jesus, everything changes. So I encourage you that if you're looking for love, look to Jesus. Your worth is in him. Trust me. I know my worth is in Jesus, and I am so happy and so grateful for it. So, yeah, that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. Anyways, I have a podcast number. If you'd like to call the podcast number, it is 956-278-0720. 956-278-0720. One more time. 956-278-0720. Leave me a voicemail, whatever you'd like. And you might just be featured on the next podcast episode. Anyways, I love you guys. God. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. I hope it was a source of encouragement for you all. I hope that you guys truly remember the true meaning of love, which is found in Jesus Christ. I hope that whatever it is you're going through right now, that you are putting on the armor of God and you are just fighting through it victoriously. Um, whatever it may be, I hope that you are doing well. Um, again, if you'd like to leave me a voicemail or a text, just text my podcast number. Um, if you'd like a specific topic to be discussed on this podcast, let me know. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, let me know. We can make that happen. Um, what else? I hope you guys are having a wonderful morning, day, or night. Again, I hope that w this was encouraging to you all. Um, I feel so good talking about Jesus and about God and, and these topics. They, they bring me so much joy. So I hopefully will be doing more topics on this soon enough. Um, but I hope you guys are having a wonderful morning, day, or night. Um, so with that said, go forth, prosper, and God bless. Bye, guys.